Hello everyone and welcome to episode 23 of the Academica Vertex podcast. I'm your host Aditya and as usual I have my co-host Shiva with me. And let's quickly jump on to game week 23. Um I scored about like 42 points and uh, this is a pretty forgettable game week for most of the managers. So Shiva how much did you score in this miserable <laughs> forgettable 23? Yeah I mean we don't even want to talk uh, any <laughs> much longer on that right so I scored 35 minus 4 so 31 really really awful score and uh, not that rank drop I dropped from 12k to 14k I think uh, I think uh, I'm ready to move on from that 23 is out of our way plus there are some news about uh, FA Cup uh, fixtures uh, our double game weeks uh, just couple of hours before we started recording so We have lots to talk about and lots to plan in FPL. So 23, better. It's out of our way. 14K after game of 23, I take that and all set to look ahead now. Yes, indeed, all set to look ahead. We have an interesting couple of game weeks lined up in front of us. So in this episode, we are basically going to look at the FA Cup results. What has happened so far, mind you, we are recording before the Leicester game, so we have to wait and see what happens at the end of that game. and uh, we look at a draw and what does a draw mean for the biggest game, blank game week i think it's game week 30 that's going to apparently only have three fixtures based on our assumption on the round 5 games and then we'll basically look on what to do with regards to picking the players from teams from game week 24 onwards to game week 30 as we have a couple of doubles in between that's 25 and 20 um, six also and then there's a blank in game week 20 i think seven if i'm correct because because right. of the Car- carabao cup final and also we'll just move on to that so immediately let's switch our attention to the fa cup results the first game was united against <laughs> middlesbrough and i'm laughing because Manchester United got knocked out in the penalties and do we have to talk about that I think let's not talk <laughs> about mean, that <laughs> Yeah I mean Chris is not here there is nobody here to you know make fun of us so why to make fun of ourselves Yeah so one 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 what we can say one competition down the drain so no more uh, issues about that we'll have we should have champions league and to the premier league so let's see where that goes but the, the worst, worst part of it right i mean i said like well, let's not talk about it. the worst part of it was like we ended up playing 120 minutes right so forget about going out of the FA Cup that doesn't help FPL i mean ronaldo and bruno playing 120 minutes that definitely changes the rhetoric for uh, their double game week involvement possible right because burnley away is the next immediate game so i think both of them should start uh, because they had like couple of weeks break before the FA Cup game but uh, now because of that huge involvement in FA Cup i'm i'm not sure whether they'll be able to play both doubles so that definitely changes things but Yeah, I mean in terms of results they are out now United are out now and if Liverpool somehow f- uh, fail to go through then Liverpool versus United might be a, a game which might go in game week 30. Yeah, so since you spoke about Bruno most of us those who have him must have seen that he's flagged yellow on the website and I'm quoting this is based on the premier injuries it's mentioned Bruno had a had a knock on his back but could play through the whole game hopefully for tuesday we will have all of those players available again so bosti fernandes should be back in contention against burnley so that shouldn't you know impact your decision if you want to get him in or not so that was with regards to manchester united and then west ham managed to beat kidder minister harrius they were trailing one nil and declan rice scored an equalizer in the 19th minute and then the extra time i think it was gerard bowen who scored chelsea won against plymouth argyle that also went up to added extra time and the hero was probably keppa who made the save yeah <laughs> and again kind of scraped the win i would say man city cruised against fulham uh, wolves losing to norwich was a bit of surprise but norwich did all of us a favor <laughs> so we have a fixture in game week 30 with regards to wolves <laughs> this one thing yeah at, at at least at least uh, you have rafinha and one of the wolves defender maybe yeah, locked in there so yeah that was good but wolves right i mean uh, people are talking about double game weeks and their assets but uh, they are really having tough time scoring goals i mean i don't know even if you apart from their goalkeeper what all assets you can target from wolves they they don't look like scoring any goals 
yeah so uh, they are kind of struggling and even adama is left on loan to barcelona so we see how things go on but people are mostly looking to target wolves as defensive players like rian eight nuri and all but we have marsal and uh, johnny pack so we don't know to what extent eight nuri keeps his place so that's one for us to monitor next game was everton who managed to beat 4-1 uh, brentford against brentford and it was frank lampard's first official game in charge i think demari gray played as a forward and uh, richarlison scored uh, carlotlin is out injured so i don't really know when he's going to be back so if i take a quick look again it's a knee injury so we'll see i think he probably should be back against uh, newcastle that's who they play so we'll have to see i think that's the first game of game week 24 right so we should have some updates regarding it so that is the only first thought that i can say at this point then we have southampton managed to beat coventry crystal palace won 2-0 tottenham beat brighton liverpool beat cardiff today that's so far southampton result i mean they beat uh, beat uh, just about they won just about but uh, uh, did you hear the manager's presser after that like he said that we might have lost a lot in that win because apparently uh, broya or broja he apparently got uh, acl injury and he was struggling at the end of the game and uh, also they lost uh, i forgot his name ling liko or licho i don't know their uh, defender i think he is also he also got some severe injury so for them it was like uh, you know they won the game but they lost couple of possibly couple of two of their uh, better players and they might struggle now so yeah for southampton it was little bit different even they were won the game Mm, yes uh, winning but at what cost so armando broha yeah. is injured that's that's what i can see here so i have broha so if it's a long term injury i think i might move on to somebody who has a good run of games and we all know who we are speaking about as as a cheap forward at this point we'll talk about it a little later so. just, just in in pod up, uh, in pod uh, update uh, so just now nottingham forest have scored against leicester 23rd minute and the reason for uh, giving this update is because if lester end up lester end up losing this game there are lots and lots of possibilities of their double game weeks uh, getting scheduled between 26 and 28 and then all of the other uh, possible fixtures or possible double game weeks uh, might change so this is one to look out for so they are they are trailing now lester so let let's see where where we go till our points <laughs> so at this point if lester are knocked out their game week 30 fixture against brentford will go on because brentford got knocked out by everton so we might get a fourth fixture so we'll see but we never know what the result is going to be right so so that is basically the three games we know so far that will definitely go ahead or no two games will definitely go ahead two, it's wolves yeah. and leeds and uh, villa versus arsenal because southampton play west ham in the round 5 So if Southampton get knocked out by West Ham then only we'll have a fixture against uh, Burnley and uh, if Leicester are knocked out in this current round then they'll play against uh, as i said Brentford so that's the what we can see at this point for game week 30 yeah and if, even if those two what we know right now uh, Wolves versus Leeds and Aston Villa versus Arsenal uh i think uh, that kind of settles the strategy for most of the manager uh, because the fixtures leading up to it for Aston Villa and Arsenal are good enough so i think most of us were already talking about taking some hits to load up on Arsenal Villa and maybe even Wolves defender uh, for 26 double uh, now i think that that plan will be uh, more certain because they can just hold hold those players till 30 and maybe they didn't the team till 30 and then use a wild card in 31 and then use the free hit in 27 to navigate when uh, when they blank so i mean the, the way those fixtures have have uh, fallen i mean maybe at last there is a you know there is a smile on the face of people who have been holding aston villa assets or arsenal assets for long uh, despite their blanks and you know uh, deceptive doubles uh, i don't know aston villa i mean I know people who are buying Aston Villa players like three, four weeks back, saying, "Okay, they might land double any week," and they have not been. So they have still not landed a double. But at least now, now there is a clear-cut uh, way of them to see. Okay, they can hold those players for long, and you know, have some strategy around it. Yes, I mean, if you quickly look at Villa's run of games, they play Leeds, Newcastle, and then they play Watford in game week twenty-six, and then they play Brighton in twenty-seven, Southampton in game week twenty-eight, Chelsea in twenty-nine. 
and Crystal Palace in 30, which might not go ahead again based on round 5. But Villa versus Burnley could be rescheduled in game week 27. That's one thing. It's a possibility. And there's also a chance that Watford against Wolves can also be played in game week, uh, I think, 27. 27, yeah. So there's again, there's a chance there if that's a pick, if we'll have to wait and see how the scheduling works at this point because of the round 5 and the European Cup games, Champions League, Conference League, Europa League and also all these things play a factor and then there's a chance they could also be scheduled after 30, right? There are another 30 to 38, there's a short, I mean, there's chances for those games and we have seen that we get a, usually we get a double in game week 36 and there's an odd blank in 32 or 33 so that's one thing yeah and a quick quick word about uh, uh 27 double so most likely burnley are going to have a double with uh, someone in 27 along with their 26 double and i i think that because they kept two clean sheets in this uh, double we just passed and pope scored like a 19 pointer I think their defenders and Pope is going to get some attraction. So, uh, that is also something to... Uh, I mean, Burnley are not looking like, you know, they'll they'll be 100% staying up or they're not looking like a uh, um, Premier League team. But definitely, they are a little bit closer to what they were, you know, like defensively strong and aerial threat and stuff like that. So, maybe like, I was not thinking about Burnley players at all a few weeks back, but... Uh, after their couple of performances, I might, you know, want to squeeze a keeper or a defender in. So, let's see. So, let us quickly move on to game week 24 because we need to look at us what is exactly right in front of us first. Then we can start planning ahead. So, so let's head on to basically our game week 24. So, there are a couple of people who are actually looking to wildcard. So, this gives you an opportunity to target 24, 25 and 26 very well because in 27 you have Liverpool, Chelsea, Arsenal, Leicester who blank because of the Carabao Cup final so you can target the next round of games but again game week 28 also provides you a nice window of opportunity and obviously we know 30 is a blank so again you know the chip when do you play the right chip is a big question at this point because those who have one free hit right uh, that is a bit of a dilemma at this point because they'll have to be pretty smart in terms of planning and picking the right players over the next run of games because game week 30 free hit is kind of looking as a bad option at this point unless we do get fixtures added in because of the results in round 5 of the FA Cup so what are your initial thoughts looking at wildcarding in game week 24 and and which other teams we should target for the next run of games maybe for the next three weeks yeah, I mean, you also mentioned about game week 28 wildcard. Uh, so, starting a little bit on that, especially because of those uh, uh, FA Cup draws and how the fixtures in game week 30 are landing, 28 wildcard is, uh, wild is going to get a lot of traction now just because uh, you are going to know the f- possible fixtures in game week 30 before 28 and you can easily set up a wildcard team in 28 uh keeping in mind the game week 30 fixtures and also the double game weeks around it so i i think that is going to be a, a one of the popular strategies but looking at game week 24 i mean i mean you said like you know a couple of people uh <clears throat> hitting a wild card i also got like you know quite a lot of dms about how this wild card team 24 team looks and on honestly speaking I, i'm i'm really not sure like even if I'm not wildcarding for sure, but uh, let's say even if I was, I, I, I'm not sure which way I'll go in a sense that there is a double for United, which is like good enough. I know United form is not that good and you probably should stay away from mm, their assets or at least Ronaldo and Bruno double up. But looking at the fixture, Southampton away have not been looking good. They have conceded, I think, 16 or 17 goals in last six away games. So that game is definitely something i can see united score a bit so if you if you want to target united and brighton who play watford and again like watford the way uh, they were set up uh, against roy uh, so yesterday i don't think they are going to score many goals so brighton clean sheet might be locked in there so if you are on wildcard in 24 you have to take at least some uh, some advantage of uh, the double game week which is like closest which is game week 25 but if you get too many of them then you are actually you know uh, 
committing yourself to get some uh, to take some hits to get good players in double game week 26 you know which is even better and even bigger so it's a kind of uh, you know battles that you have to choose so if i were wild carding in in 24 i would uh, definitely uh, want to get bruno and ronaldo as a double the reason is because uh, sala you are almost going to captain in 26 so you have to get sala in 26 so in if you want to have a placeholder instead of de bruyne i think fernandes having two fixtures makes a lot of sense so that way i i, I would advise to go I, i would go with that route of having united double and some maybe one brighton player but that's all apart from that then you just need to you know uh, think about what all other fixtures double up that can fall around i would definitely go with uh, two playing keepers right now if you ask me pope would be one of the keepers that i would go with just because the number of fixtures he has left with and you know you no know, save points uh, he has been accumulating so maybe ramsdale and uh, pope would be uh, would be the go to choice but apart from that it's all going to be you know um, mix and match and every game strategy so for example if you set up your team with say bruno fernandes and ronaldo then in uh 25 you are going to hold say bruno fernandes and 26 you are going to switch it to sala and then 27 depending on how you set up your wild card uh is going to be either free hit for you or you are going to navigate from that now if you are wild carding in 24 i would advise to try and go through 27 without using free hit because otherwise you are using your wild card one of your free hit and come game week 21 you only have one free hit left and there are still a lot of fixtures you don't know about so uh, as i said like <laughs> there is no clear cut answer if you are wild carding now so uh, uh, only only reason i would see a good reason to wild card now is because you, uh, your team is in really bad shape so well, what are your thoughts Yes, I completely agree. I mean, game week twenty-four wildcard is basically you're pressing the panic button because your team is in a really horrendous shape. But even if you do go ahead with that, because we have to look at the the variety of managers, right? So if you are really in that situation, I mean, you can't help out, so you might have to wildcard. But in this case, as you rightly said, I think tripling up on United is something which you can do, or maybe um, going on double Man City defense. Uh, sorry, uh, midfield. and doubling united and then you'll have to play around with your free transfers based on the the game week's fixtures as and when you approach them so that is how you'll have to play yeah. like maybe get a wolves and, and wolves exact- player arsenal player and all so that's how because you need to target even game week 27 and game week 30 so yeah and that's the risk right like when you are wild carding you have to have your base you know kind of constant or uh, reliable and the base that you are going to build with game week 24 wild card that base is going to change with your free transfers now that is not necessarily a bad idea but it doesn't feel right like you are planning for a wild card wait a minute sorry i have to give this update guess the score from leicester game uh, is it 2 nil it's 3 nil <laughs> oh my <laughs> leicester are playing in game week 20 uh, game week 30 so leicester versus <laughs> Brentford is very much yeah, triple up. So, <laughs> Leicester triple up. Yeah, but you're saying Leicester triple up, but you could ideally even triple up Brentford if you want. You'll have Eriksson yeah. and the others. But again, there's a long time to go, so let's look yeah, at Brentford. Yeah. Let's not get yeah. Angry. Okay, so yeah, so that, that uh, what I was saying is so that that's the reason. Like the 24 wild card appears like you will put eggs into one basket, and then by 26 you have moved those eggs into another basket. So I mean, wild cards are not. probably meant for that kind of a use but again if your team needs it yeah you might as well yes i mean now since we spoke about the leicester's game the only thing that come came to my mind at this point was can you just look at leicester's next round of games so leicester play liverpool west ham wolves then there is a blank in 27 then they play leeds arsenal and brentford so man this run of games is just putting me off and uh, <laughs> i mean Leicester really struggling this season, so 
Yeah, I think looking looking at today's performance, it it appears that they figured out okay, if we don't if we uh, win this FA Cup round, then probably we are going to have too many fixtures to deal with, so better to just lose. <laughs> I mean, the, the the fixtures are uh, congested a lot. Like they have four fixtures, and and yes, having said that, we are recording four fixtures. They have that have to be rescheduled. Yes. So. And, and having having said that, like. I know they have some good players, so I definitely uh, I'm sure that they'll be back in some kind of form. And if you really look for wildcard twenty eight option again, it really sounds a good time to have your Leicester players in because they start their fixture run from in twenty eight with Leeds, Arsenal, which might be a double game week. Then Brentford now looks like they are going to play their game week thirty. So if you are if you are planning for a wildcard twenty eight, then Leicester. At least double up, if not treble up, uh, so sounds pretty straightforward now. Yes, that's based on game week twenty eight wildcard, but we still have twenty four, twenty five, twenty six, twenty seven to go through before when we make that call. So, 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 so what is what is your thoughts on twenty uh, seven um, free hit? I mean, I know people who have a lot of Arsenal and Liverpool in their team, plus Leicester and maybe some one Chelsea defender. Uh, have a plan to use a free hit in twenty seven. What are your thoughts on that? Because I'm I'm just of the opinion that as a general rule, from game week twenty four to twenty eight, there should be if you manage using just one chip, then you're good. If you are having to use two chips, I mean, still you might be good, but the best way would be to save you know two of the three chips, which I mean by two free hit and one wild card. Uh, for Use after twenty eight. So, uh, are you currently planning to free hit twenty seven, or what's looking for you? I mean, the first thing that we all of us need to look at is basically game week twenty seven, which are the teams that don't play. So that's Liverpool, Chelsea, Arsenal, and uh, Leicester. So that's at this point. So if I take a look at my current team at the moment, I just I have a uh, double Liverpool. That's Diego Jota and Alexander Arnold. And then I have Gabriel Martinelli, so I just have three players that will not play at this point in game week twenty-seven. So I might just maybe make my bench a bit stronger and bench these three guys and play the bench to cover them up. So that is that is my initial thoughts at this point and getting the right players for game week twenty-seven because I don't really um, feel a necessary to use a chip at this point because if you look at twenty-seven's games at from the perspective. From twenty fours, Southampton, Norwich, Leeds, uh, Spurs, Brentford, Newcastle, Brighton, Villa, Palace, Burnley, United, Watford, Everton, Man City, West Ham, and Wolves. Right. So I think most of us will definitely have players from these teams, and also we might get in one of a uh, Son or Kane or somebody else when we are figuring out the double game week twenty six. What to do? Whether to use a chip or use our transfers. So. So whatever moves you make in twenty five, twenty six, you basically are going to look at a long term move. So you will basically cover up twenty seven. So I might at this point not use a chip, but I'm slightly kind of inclined to use a free hit in twenty six because I have Fernandez in my team. So I'm sorted for twenty five, but I don't have Mo Salah. So I'll have to get him back. So I might get him in on a free hit for twenty six because. That is the only way it will look fine, or maybe use a free transfer. So those are my initial thoughts. But I think the games in twenty seven are good enough. So I think with a proper planning, you will kind of escape the need to use a chip. Yeah, I mean, you said uh, while uh, sorry, free hit twenty six. Uh, that was my almost certain strategy uh, just before these um, FA Cup uh, draws were made, and and it was simply because I I'm planning to go United. United triple up in double game week twenty five. That's uh, Bruno, Ronaldo, and uh, uh, Dagaya. So definitely, if I free hit in twenty six, I'm not going to keep uh, any of them. But twenty seven, uh, those three will be back, and we are playing against Watford. So hopefully, that will be a good game for those. And plus, I'm holding Bernardo Silva since I don't know since when. And uh, they also have good fixtures against. Against Everton, plus West Ham has a game against Wolves for which I have a Dawson and uh, and and Bowen. So looks like if free hit twenty six is the way, uh, if that's the way to go, then twenty seven will be sorted out pretty easily. And especially because I don't have any Arsenal, so 
Arsenal is is you know what making me uh, change my decision every now and then because part of me feels that right now I don't have any Arsenal. Why to bring them on with any hit before twenty six because they are playing a tough game uh, away to Wolves in twenty four. So why to make those transfer instead? I could just get them on free hit uh, in twenty six and twenty seven again they are blanking and so that that that's what my uh, Thoughts are moving around whether to get Arsenal on a free hit for 26 or not uh, get at all. One more point to add on the free hit 26 what we were talking about is um, I just tried to draft uh, two teams. Uh, one for free hit 27 and one for free hit 26. Just to see you know for those the way the fixtures have lined up which free hit might be you know better in terms of taking advantage. And if you really look at game week 27. United versus Watford is the uh, straightaway fixtures that uh, uh, looks like a good one to bet on. Spurs versus Leeds on paper, yes, Leeds have been struggling this season, but uh, Leeds uh, Leeds don't like uh, uh, Spurs. I mean, in terms of their uh, fan base, I think Leeds all are always you know pumped up for playing Spurs, and they I think last year I think they beat Spurs two one uh, I think in that game. So I don't think that game is uh, too easy for Spurs even if on paper it appears like that and uh, Everton are playing Man City but again they have a new manager Man City is one uh, I will be in Champions League so I'm not really sure there are enough fixtures to target in game week 27 if you are doing free hit but if 26 if you are free hitting then couple of options that really stand out for me is one is Mane another is Kane so Mane is definitely something like he's going to be a huge differential and if he is back, he looks in form. I know there is some cover now for Liverpool in that, on that left wing but Mane uh, can be a great shout. Also, even if uh, Spurs, one of the fixtures is against Man City, I think they have been looking good and Kane is I think coming back to his uh, best uh, slowly but surely. So uh, Kane would also be some uh, a great shout. And, Kane and Mane are the kind of uh, shouts or kind of players in 26 that people who are not free hitting are not going to go anywhere near. So that that is a huge uh, you know, attraction point for me uh, to go and uh, free hit in 26. Uh, but right now still again not completely sold on that because with the things uh, given and again I am coming back to wildcard 28 point. The only way I can see myself free hitting 26 is if I commit to wildcard 28 as well. So that way, even in 28, I get a lot of fixture swings in my team. I can take all the United and maybe West Ham assets also out of my team in 28 and load up on Aston Villa and Arsenal and you know maybe Leicester now in that game with 28 wildcard. So for me, it is going to be either free hit 26 and wildcard 28 or maybe just you know uh, navigate without using any chip and just uh, uh, use the chips after 28 so yes even i'm kind of pretty much in the similar boat i'm i'm, I'm just kind of convinced using free hit in 26 and then just maybe using few free transfers here and there maybe make three or four transfers in 28 take a minus four or something and just sort it out at this point getting rid of united players and maybe getting in few Arsenal defenders or a defender in 28 because it makes sense because they play in 30 and obviously Arsenal have been defending well this season so that is what are that is what is my initial thought at this point so I think pretty much both of us are kind of inclined the same way but the only other way to look is maybe as you said 26 free hit 28 wild card or use a free hit in 27 it's just based on your squad strength and structure and who you've picked and how is your team shaping up to those particular fixtures but i think with regards to game week 30 which is going to be a blank game week at this point we're assuming there are going to be four fixtures including the leicester brentford because two games are confirmed to go on that's wolves versus leeds and Villa versus Arsenal. Burnley Southampton depends on the game in round five for Southampton and Leicester Brentford. If they are, if Leicester is knocked out in the game against Nottingham for sure, then that will go ahead. So that's pretty much four games we'll be having. And again, doesn't make sense, right, to use a free hit for only four games. I mean, just maybe tweak your team here and there with a few hits for twenty for game week thirty. Sorry, would be better, right? Because we could probably see 
another blank somewhere ahead maybe in game week 33 i think or maybe you yeah, there will be a chance of a big double in 36 so we don't know if you are going to save your yeah. wild card up to the end so th- 36 is uh, may not be a problem because so many teams might be doubling so you know there is a, a lot less planning required but 33 is something you know i have a back of my mind that if i can i can save one free hit for that because 33 is a uh, usually a week where you know there are doubles there are some singles plus there are some blanks so that is something uh, that can be very tricky and if you have a free hit with that and let's say one of the big teams is blanking right and if you have like say 15 20 million budget worth of uh, players in your team then you can actually use make use of that budget in that week so uh, game week 33 is obviously we don't know the fixtures yet but it is potentially a, a good choice for keeping your free hit open for but again it is not something that we can plan on right now but i i, I have that in at back of my mind so we got one question which mentioned like if i have one free hit what do i need to do or should i use it in game week 30 or something i think it was something along the similar lines let me fetch up that question and uh, it was mm, for those who have one free hit is it risky to use it before game week 30 so this was asked by fpl hits so i think it is a bit risky to use before game week 30 because game week 30 Um, games are too bad to use a free hit on and game week 27 is something that can be navigatable based on your free transfers and your squad structure and as we discussed few minutes back game week 33 could be a game week wherein saving that free hit and using could prove to be valuable because of some teams having double some teams having single and some teams having a blank so that is my opinion at this point Yeah I mean uh, one of also point to consider in this is when you are planning to wild card so for example if you are keeping your wild card option open for say game week 31 and 32 then possibly you can uh, work around game week 33 blanks if there are a couple of blanks in there or e- even doubles so you don't have to have free hit in that uh, kept for that so it's not like that you have you have to keep it beyond 30 it's just that if you have to keep at least one free hit or your wild card post 30 just to uh, you know manage those uh, uh, double fixtures which will be I, i think those fixtures will not be posted before the game week 30 deadline if i'm right i'm not 100% sure on that so that's why if if you have one free hit and one wild card uh, you have to keep i would say you have to keep at least one of it post uh, game week 30 use so that was the one of the questions that was asked to us so that's why we kind of lodged it in in between yeah other other question yeah other question um, i had here i think it's uh, all about fpl uh, surya i think he asked this question is one of bruno or ronaldo enough for game week 25 or do you guys recommend a double up <laughs> now he's asking he's asking that question to probably wrong guys but no, no, no. Uh, i mean the thing my... is that he is a united fan and uh, <laughs> again to united fans we are going to probably give a biased answer at this point and even in terms of i think attacking game week 25 i think it makes sense going with them and then switching fernandes to salah is a no brainer so that is what i would say in terms of ronaldo ronaldo's form is bad right so people will have second doubts about it but he's ronaldo he can haul against any team at any point so why take the risk just double up and and especially because the price point right so everybody is going to need and have salah in game with 26 so it's always better to you know keep those funds in a bruno in a one player rather than spreading it around so if you have uh, bruno then obviously it will be a and if you keep some money in the bank then it will be a straight transfer in 26 so bruno is i think at this point bruno is probably the uh, better uh, option than ronaldo for double game with 25 but if but most of the people already have ronaldo so for those people i would definitely advise which includes uh, myself that uh, there is no point in you know going away from ronaldo with a double game week coming i know his form doesn't look good united don't look good but i mean he's a kind of a player right it's like a um, upside is upside is very high and uh, especially because his form i don't see people buying him now so kind of makes him a bit differential i think still his ownership is above 25% but kind of a differential so i mean against southampton uh, you could easily see uh, you know uh, 
haul on one of those two or at maybe both of them so if you if your team structure uh, suits and you don't if you don't have to change anything explicitly to get the double up then i would recommend getting double up for 25 but if you don't then uh, you don't have to you know uh, burn transfers or you know burn or take hits to get get the double up in case of my let, let's uh, let's let me try to make it more easier um to answer this question based on my team so currently i have de bruyne okay uh, i don't have bruno i don't have sala i have de bruyne and i had de bruyne as a placeholder for sala now i'm thinking in my mind that de bruyne played 66 odd minutes uh, in fa cup uh, i hope he starts against brentford and if he plays anywhere close to the full game against brentford then norwich away game becomes a little bit risk for him in which case i'll switch him to uh, bruno for game week 25 but if not let's say if he gets rested for brentford uh, i hope he doesn't because i'm going to captain him then i think norwich fixtures fixture becomes nailed on for him in which case i might even not go for bruno and keep de bruyne for a week more and then change directly from de bruyne to sala so it, it depends on you know how how other things also move around your team um so for me it's going to be probably de bruyne this week bruno next week and the sala following week yes i mean i i saw something written very much similar along along the similar lines on all about fpl i think there's an article which came out at premium fpl assets rotational planner which kind of says the same thing like in your case you have kdb so it that's just like in 24 you keep kdb in 25 you get fernandes for the double and then in 26 you get in mosala so that is kind of the cycle which looks uh, which makes sense uh, unless you feel like it, kdb is uh, will outscore fernandes in game week 25 i mean based on the fixture <laughs> and based on united's form we can say probably he might but also there is champions league that starts from next week so that is something also we need to monitor in terms of these big clubs like liverpool city chelsea and united so we'll have to see how those things impact rotations but with united squad very thin they've let out so many players got on loan <laughs> i think rotation we are going to see very less in terms of united i think the only place we might see is the one of ilanga rashford starting that might be the only rotation because i think sancho will obviously play and his spot is nailed because we know of the reason Yeah, just one quick point on uh, game week twenty six free. What we were mentioning. So looking at the how fixtures are lined up. So United play uh, Champions League Atletico Madrid away after late Leeds game. So the double game week twenty five. Uh, I think they don't have any Champions League uh, fixture around that. So let's say Bruno and Ronaldo end up playing most of the double game week fixtures. then there is a good chance uh, maybe not bruno but there is a good chance that ronaldo might be rested maybe completely for leeds game because he plays atletico madrid away in next uh, two days and if he is he has played double game week as well in 25 then i don't see him playing all those games plus leeds away which is going to be a tiresome game for him and then atletico madrid away so uh, in in that case even if game week 26 fixture for united looks leads away and might be tempting but uh, i'm not sure at this point whether at least ronaldo will be uh, playing in that game so so that is one more point you know to go for free hit 26 because in 26 people might keep ronaldo uh, because of the fixtures but uh, looking at the um, you know timelines between the champions league games and the rest period he may not end up playing so just a point to add Yes, that is a good point, and rotations also kind of impact our decisions. But especially in game week twenty-four, so as in when we progress towards these game weeks, I think we'll probably have more time to decide, and we'll have more facts and information. So the next segment we would like to very basically touch upon now uh, would be um, the players to pick for the next few game weeks because we are seeing a nice kind of a fixture turnaround for few teams, especially like Crystal Palace. They have a good. run of game over the next few game weeks and a double in 26 and there are some teams who are starting to have a good turn around so maybe who would be your three or four picks that we could consider over the next few game weeks yeah i mean you mentioned crystal palace so 
first name obviously comes to your mind is Edward, which has been talked a lot in the community. But uh, I'm I'm kind of a skeptical about that pick, especially because of the minutes and the uh, players that are returning uh, for Crystal Palace. But if you look at the fixtures, Palace fixtures look really good and. Um, even double game week 26 I know when you say see it on the paper one of the games is Chelsea home but Chelsea defense I mean they just considered you know uh, goals for fun for, for last like six weeks or so and I don't think their defense looks any uh, kind of settled anymore so I wouldn't mind playing Crystal Palace uh, attackers in that Chelsea game and the other game is I think uh, Norwich right what's the other game for Crystal Palace in that Oh, Watford. So, so definitely, yeah. I mean, that is also uh, definitely good fixtures. Uh, good fixtures. So, Edward is one of like I think he's the choice that you probably can go and especially when people like us have Dennis and King in our team. So he is like you know easy swap uh, to do. But one player that you know has caught uh, everybody's attention recently is uh, Olise or Oliz. Uh, he's just five point four midfielder, Crystal Palace, and I think he played 90 minutes in the FA Cup and he was really really good he got one goal and assist he was looking lively I mean he he takes some set pieces he he's involved in all the good attacks he I mean he's a great player I mean I don't see himself staying in Crystal Palace for long he's, he's that good of a player so he's also someone at 4 5.4 uh, probably enabler and with the double game weeks coming up he also looks good well, apart from Palace, if I have if uh, I have to mention some names, so obviously when you are buying players this week or the next, you are going to target game week twenty six, and I think Arsenal and Liverpool are the obvious good fixtures in that. And if if I have to advise about Arsenal, I think uh, ahead of their defenders, Ramsdale might be the one I would be tempted towards, even to make a goalkeeper transfer. So. Arsenal play Wolves at home and Brentford at home. So both of those games are at home. Both of those teams are struggling to score goals. I can easily see Arsenal keeping clean sheets in both of those games. And looking at their attacking stats, I think Ramsdale has to be one of the best options in double game week. Even, I mean, now being Salah, there is no captaincy option. But let's say Liverpool were not playing. I think Arsenal, uh, Ramsdale would have been a great captaincy option uh, as well. Uh, and I definitely prefer him over Arsenal defenders because Tierney, I mean, I, I would never trust Tierney, you know, with injuries. He's a good player, but I mean, I have burnt, <laughs> burnt because of him in the past, so I'm not going anywhere near. White is, you know, like a standard 12-pointer in a double game week, which is not bad, but like, it's no fun pick. So White, I'm, I'm not that. Uh, sure about so Ramsdale is the one in terms of attack uh, Martinelli and Saka are both good options Martinelli obviously cheaper uh, there were some reports that Martinelli is uh, uh, training as a center forward uh, these days especially because our boy is gone now and maybe Arteta uh, doesn't want to play Lacazette much so Martinelli might be playing even further ahead uh, I mean it's not like that it might be his better might be better for FPL he might still be better off coming from the left flank but still he, he will playing as a center forward there are more chances of him getting involved so Martinelli and Saka are definitely the uh, two options that uh, I think you should try and get and if you are not going to free hit in 26 which most people are not then probably uh, you might get them sooner and keep them for uh, till game week 30 uh, if you are able to manage 27 with either free hit or you know uh, some free transfers so i mean you gave a pretty elaborate explanation on few of your picks i'll just go in very quickly i mean crystal palace players no brainer because the next one of games look great including the game a double game week that's in 26 so so ulise and uh, edward uh, are probably the names floating around because Gallagher can't play against chelsea that's his parent club because he's on loan so basically it becomes a single game week for him so I think it's uh, Ed Eduard for me because I have Broha and as you said he might be out for the long term so I might have to switch Broha to Eduard. Uh, so that's what I'm looking at at this point. But uh, other than that even Aston Villa have nice run of games although not a double game week reschedule. 
at this point but we we are assuming that game week 27 would be the week where they would possibly have a double game week against burnley that's just our prediction or assumption so obviously the names floating around we all know it's dinia watkins or bundia or coutinho so but again uh, maybe just wait for a week or so and then decide if we get a reschedule fixture announced somewhere yeah and, and especially because of this lester result right so now i just i was just reading uh james tweet from planet fpl pod now the most likely game that is going to go in game week 27 is uh, burnley versus lester so it's not going to be burnley versus uh, aston villa anymore so if you look at aston villa's fixtures from 25 they they read newcastle mm, watford and brighton and then southampton so it's not bad but if you really have to buy a player you would definitely target someone with double and aston villa don't fall into that bucket right now so even if they have some good assets at the end of the day you when you are buying someone and you know that there is a alternative available with a double you, you know it's unlikely that you will go with the single game with player so that that's what you know makes me um, makes me hesitate suggesting going on aston villa player but you know if if like some people went with uh, dinia right like last game week he went uh, came with a 12 pointer so that can happen so if you if you think that aston villa are going to be good and double game weeks are going to be deceptive then yes but otherwise i i probably would not go would not buy aston villa asset uh, you know before their double is announced i mean pretty much i agree but we'll see i mean sometimes double game weeks turn out to be a smoke screen and single game week plays out score especially in terms of kdb who scored a decent amount of points in game week 23 and we all captain josh king so it's <laughs> one thing and uh, another team i would say is probably everton although at this point they don't have a double game week but their next run of three games are good as they play newcastle leeds and southampton and if dcl is not back i'm really looking at richarlison was just by 7.4 so he could be a really differential option in terms of striker let me just quickly look at how much is richarlison's ownership at this point and he's he's owned by around just 4% so and he did score against brentford yesterday so that is a good sign and richarlison always is a great good player but always kind of struggles with his consistency so hopefully he's a yellow card magnet so he's a yeah, yellow card magnet that is fine but is a dirty player right he knows how to score and play in tough games so that's just my early pick but i don't know because i have gray uh, the thing is that i have demari gray and d calvert lewin was is injured so if calvert lewin is back does gray lose his spot because i think lampard played a 352 or something with his full backs playing as a wing back so i don't know what is really going to happen it's a bit <laughs> confusing with regards to yeah i mean uh, un- unless you know certainly about what's uh, what's the injury for dcl and how long he's going to out for i think probably there is no point in taking punts on any everton players because if dcl is going to be fit he is clearly going to be the best option uh, for everton and if he is not going to be fit then i think uh, it's like a circus <laughs> you, you never you never know who might you know uh, end up being a good player yes i mean uh, as per what was what is mentioned here on premier injuries it's basically written that Lampard has said that I'm hopeful uh, he will be available for Newcastle. He was training outside on his own but it's another training blah 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 blah. blah. So we'll have to wait and see whether he's fit against Newcastle and that's the first game in Game Week 24 so we should have some news out. Other than that probably Man City. I think Phil Foden is someone it's so hard to ignore because he's someone who he either scores a lot or he gives his regular two-pointer but I think Foden is someone people are being a lot of attention to because of the double game mix for united in between and jota obviously uh, someone who is nailed to play from liverpool for certain games but i think foden who's just priced 8 8% ownership i think the next two games are way way too tempting and man city players always there is a there is a risk of rotation right but in this case the risk of rotation is not just like you will miss out on man city player he will be uh, not involved and there will be other player that you might have got for but in this case the other player that you might have gone for has a double game week so it's like a double risk unless you know 100% that th- this particular man city player is going to play 
i don't think like uh, it's it's the right time to invest in those i mean even even laport right like he he looks like a, a good defender to buy right now irrespective of doubles but if he ends up getting rested then probably it's better to buy you know some double game week defender in, in his place for now so man city defenders and attackers they, they are ov- obviously always always good to get on any kind of a week but especially when they are their fixtures are so congested around the ucl games and there are other doubles to target that's when it becomes a little bit tricky but but I, i'm sure there's going to be a player emerging out in this man city that people are going to say if you just owned him in a single game week he would have given you three four times more of the points but <laughs> it's just not easy to pick pick that player out so yeah let's see i mean uh, kdb usually when kdb is fit uh, pep plays him more often than not uh, so i expect that he will play a uh, Brentford and maybe part of Norwich but again if you are buying if you have a Bruno I wouldn't advise going from Bruno to KDB right so that that's a kind of a um, yes. time we are in FPL like even <laughs> if we know Man City are good good enough uh, probably we need to wait for FPL I mean the only way these these picks those who have single game weeks make sense is if you are really wild carding in 24 and you want to target the next run of few game weeks then players like Foden and all give you a better chance to target 24 and then if you have an expensive midfielder you can move on to Fernandes and all but again you just picking the players for the next few weeks and then using your transfers and building up for the next remainder of the season so i think these are probably the picks we can look at this point yeah. and and uh, because we are talking uh, about double game weeks i and i am thinking about free hit in 26 spurs are really one of the teams that you know I'm, i'm looking forward that and i hope that they uh, hit some form i think they have hit already some form with the brighton win uh, yesterday i think they were very good in at least first half uh, and kane looks like back in uh, scoring touch and you know um, hitting shots all around the field so that double game week of theirs even if says man city and burnley away burnley obviously are uh, a team that i can see spurs scoring a couple of goals past but even man city i think spurs have got couple of good results recently against man city and son is the player who loves scoring against city so city maybe either side of the champions league you never know they might have some uh, rests in that they might give some rest to um, players in that game although i don't think against spurs they'll rest any important players but i don't think that man city versus spurs games is as uh, nailed a c- easy city win as people are making out to be conte is definitely going to make it difficult for man city and set up on counter attack which we have seen man city you know succumb to before so if you want and if you really want to chase some differential one of son and kane might go a really long way in that double game 26 yes even spurs mind you have to play well to secure a top 4 finish so the top 4 race also is on for many clubs so people have to be a bit sharp and cautious with regards to where they want to finish at the end of the season so next we'll move on to our initial thoughts on the possible captaincy picks for game week 24 because i think it's pretty much going to be man city dominated at this point so who are your maybe three picks to consider for this game week yeah i mean uh, for me i have a De Bruyne so hopefully he plays and I think that's a no brainer choice for me to go with De Bruyne even if I didn't have I think he he is the best option on paper to captain um for this week because I am thinking that Salah will not be involved or at least he will not be involved from the start uh having said that if you have Salah and if Klopp says something about him being involved or him being match fit and no problems maybe you can even put a armband on him but yeah uh, in terms of captaincy uh, candidates de bruyne is uh, one um, then i would really think if if you unless you know you have a strict rule of not going for a defender cancelo is really good choice um, i captain him in game week 18 or 19 i think where he scored 18 pointer and it was a similar kind of game where i saw that chances of man city considering are less and uh, he is going to uh, start the game uh, almost uh, sure and 
it it appears similar to that like he was subbed off i think 66 minute or so in the fa cup game so i'm pretty sure he starts brentford game brentford are not looking a good team at the moment especially away from home so i think you are looking at six point as a floor in that game for cancelo so if you have a that kind of appetite with little higher risk higher reward then cancelo is definitely your man foden obviously if you have man any man city midfielder and if they are playing easy fixture at home obviously they you can put armband on them but with foden he played a little bit more than kdb and he has uh, you know threats at his positions from grealish or sterling or even jesus so i'm not as confident on him but like if if somebody wants then definitely or uh, apart from man city i think the only other um choices that i can see is going with uh, bowen i mean he he's probably the only player right now who is scoring for west ham be it as a at a 128th minute or be it at a 28th minute uh and he played uh, i think he he had a couple of very good chances in that fa cup games as well even if he just ended up scoring at the late so he's definitely a good option and he is going to be owned more than 100 percent like in terms of effective ownership so if you really are not sure and if you want to make sure that his points are actually <laughs> gaining you the rank then probably uh, Bowen is also a good shout these these are the obvious that that came to my mind and as i said like if you are a little bit differential spurs are the teams to bank on the differential points right now southampton away as i said they are considering some goals kane is looking very good I don't know how you can find a you know transfer and budget to afford Kane or Son right now but for some reason if you do uh, Spurs at Spurs versus Southampton is a great game to captain Son and Kane if you have them. Yes I kind of agree with most of your picks obviously Bowen against Watford is one people can look at City midfielder if you have obviously is the much better option or Cancio. Other than that, even there's Liverpool-Leicester game. Man, Leicester, they've conceded, I think, three so far, right? So, if Liverpool are in their game, I don't know how much they're going to let in. But I think Liverpool lost to Leicester, right? <laughs> when they played the reverse fixture one game. Exactly. It was a bit yeah. of surprising. Like, Everybody was talking good. about it, just matter of how many, and they ended up keeping a clean sheet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think that will happen, but it solely depends on if Salah and Mane are starting or play some part so other than that, I think Diego Jota uh, can be a great option and I think today against Cardiff it was a Trent assist and Jota goal right so I think they should save it for <laughs> but that also provides us another option in terms of Jota or even Trent or Cancio as you said this Spurs assets against Southampton so the only other fixture that even I'm looking at to be honest is Burnley against Manchester United and my armband is at the moment on Fernandez, so I'm really banking Not United to do something at this point. <laughs> yeah, it's it's more of a hope as uh, I can see. But I mean, Burnley, as I said, like they are looking a little bit like old Burnley, where you know they are they don't want to necessarily, um, you know, push ahead or press ahead and. They want to keep a clean sheet, keep it tight at the back. Even against Watford, they were back to their game, uh, you know, aerial game, just long balls and, you know, keeping tight at the back. So, I think it might be a tough game for United. Even if they end up winning it, it might be, you know, like a narrow 1-0 victory. So, I'm not sure it might be, I'm not sure it's going to be a huge haul for any of them. But again, I hope, I hope that I'm wrong because I'm holding Ronaldo and, not Bruno this week, but yeah, I'm holding Ronaldo. So, I hope that, it's going to be a big victory, but I don't see that. But yeah, if you have Fernandez, yeah, yeah, Un unless his uh, flag doesn't get uh, off, yeah, he, he he might be a good shot too. Yeah. And also on on that note, who do you think takes next penalty? Yeah, that's a good question. I still think it's going to be Ronaldo. I still think. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if Ronaldo picks up a ball, I don't think Bruno has it in him to you know get that ball out of him. <laughs> but uh, unless you know. Uh, the manager says before the game, if we get a penalty, Bruno is going to take that. I don't see that that thing happening. And I think that that's what makes Bruno a little bit better captaincy option even in game week 25, right? Like, don't see Ronaldo playing 180 minutes in the double game week. And let's say Ronaldo is 
subbed off after 78th minute and United get a penalty, Bruno is almost certainly going to be there on the field to take it. So I think that's also a little bit the captaincy on 25th. Why I think <laughs> Bruno might be a better option. Game week 25 is such a difficult game week because this game week is in the weekend. 24 is playing midweek. Basically, we can't post another episode again because we'll have a very short turnaround time. So we'll again, we'll take a brief look at 25 now before we wrap this episode up. The only worrying fact is that I will keep Fernandes for 25, but Liverpool play Burnley. And uh, that is a scary point, right? So there are high chances of Mo Salah outscoring <laughs> the United boys. So that is something which all of us are a bit uh, scared. <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's I, a- I think I, yeah, at this point, we are at a point where we already have taken that risk into consideration because if I think if you are not getting Salah before Leicester, I think, and if he plays Leicester, there is a good chance that he misses out Burnley, you know, and then in that fixture, you have a double game week for United Assets. So I think if you have Salah, it's best probably to go with him uh, starting Leicester game and just keep him all along. But if you don't have him for now, I think uh, I think uh, it's best to wait till 26 uh, to get him. And again, as I said, he can score anything uh, any number of goals against Burnley, but uh, looking at again how Burnley have changed, it may again be a little bit tight game. You never know. So, yes, the only good games that we can see in game week twenty five is Norwich against Man City, and uh, United obviously have a double Brighton, have a double Leicester West Ham. If Leicester continue to play the same way of full defensively, then West Ham might be able to get something out of it, and the, the basically high owned players might do something. Spurs versus Wolves is a is a very good game. I think it's going to be a very tight game because both these teams know how to play defensively. So that might be a tight game. Yeah, so that, somebody that's, might uh, sounds goal. like a yeah one nil or nil nil one nil either side or nil nil written all over it. Yeah, Newcastle play Villa and Newcastle have brought in a lot of players in. So there's going to be a lot of expectations from them. Obviously, they got in Bruno Gomes. They did get in Trippier. So, we'll have to see how well they play now. So, that is something we have to look at. And Watford, Brighton, the game week 25 is, is a very, it looks a nice game week on paper. But, you know, we have we've all have seen situations where games look great and turn out to be what we expect to be. So, we've had our fair share of laughs on these matters. Yeah, and Watford and Brighton fixture you mentioned. So, I think most of us are going to have at least one Watford attacker, right? I mean, even if we sell one of the two we have, we are going to have one. Maybe he might be on the bench, uh, one of King and Dennis, but we might have one of their strikers. So you never know. And, and especially Watford having double game week in 26, I think uh, <laughs> I think plenty will have to play Watford striker in game week 25, which will be, you know, against Brighton, who have double game week and we might be all loaded up on their defenders so yeah it's it's going to be uh yeah it's going to be fun uh, so on on that note just coming uh back to our team i think we are done with the game of 25 right we can look at our teams now yeah sure so i, I was just looking at my team setup for 24 and as things are standing i am i'm set to roll my transfer the only thing that I don't like about Game Week 2014 is I, I'm having to play both King and Dennis who are playing West Ham away and uh, looking at Watford uh, yesterday I don't think they'll be scoring against West Ham but I'm hedging that with playing Dawson so <laughs> I, I'll be really really annoyed if uh, Watford score and one of the King and Dennis are not involved uh, but yeah I mean that that is the game that I'm, I'm having Dawson, Bowen and probably two uh, Watford attackers um, and I'm having to play both Dennis and King because Alonso, uh, who's on my bench, he doesn't have fixture. Brownhill plays United, so probably is not a best option. And then Livramento plays Tottenham away. So, I mean, that would be my bench and De Bruyne is my uh, captain currently. So my plan is to just roll this transfer and then having two free transfer for game with 25. I'm going to switch uh, De Bruyne to Fernandez, uh, Alonso to maybe a Brighton defender for free, two free transfers, and then depending on what I, what I, what are my plans, then about 26 free hit or 26 triple captain, I'll uh, make some more transfer by taking a hit more or 
maybe just use only two transfers and not go all in with the Brighton and United. So that's my current plan. I think my team in brief is I would say probably in a um, comfortable position because uh, I have Robert Sanchez but I have Ben Foster so he'll start because Brighton have a blank in 24. The only transfer I'm looking to do at this point is uh, transferring out Broha for Edward and then start him up and bench Martinelli. So my my team at the moment might be Foster, Canseo, Dalo, Alexander Arnold and Sufal. Fernandez, Jota, Gray, Bowen, Ronaldo and Edouard. So that's what I'm looking at at this point. So pretty much satisfied with that. Or I might just save my transfer instead and just play Martinelli. So it depends on that. But as we get closer to the deadline, we probably should have more information and facts. So <laughs> I think we have learned the lesson that making transfers as late as possible is better before the site crashes. So... <laughs> Yeah, now it's not like all the way till the last minute. It's like maybe ten minutes before the deadline. Yeah. So. By by the way, Leicester considered fourth. They did score one, so it's four one now, and I don't think much time left. So I think we can safely say Leicester are playing. Not safely, still thirty minutes to go, but Leicester are playing in game week thirty. Yeah, we'll see what happens unless somehow they manage to miraculously score a lot of goals. We'll have to see. But I think that kind of brings us to the end of this episode 23. Hope you all had a nice time listening to it. We will be back with another episode after Game Week 25. Discussing how 24 and uh, 25 basically end up going for most of us. And uh, looking at Game Week 26 basically if we are going to use our free hits or not. So before we wind this up, as always, uh, please drop us a rating on both Spotify and Apple Podcasts and a review would be great. So that would help us a lot. So that brings us to the end and we will see you all next time. May your arrows be green.